You are listening to Ducks Hockey on Fire, your official home for Anaheim Ducks fan talk. Coach P and Hank discuss all the latest in Anaheim Ducks news, results, standings, and anything else Anaheim Ducks hockey related. How are we doing, Coach? Doing great. Our game last night. Doing great. Ducks take the victory 3-1 to one over the Blues and uh, extend our point streak to, to six games now. So, what do you think? Well, I mean that's that's huge. Two, uh, that's a huge two points coming out of St. Louis, you know, especially the way they're playing right now. And for us to climb up the standings even more, it was a log jam, uh, going for a wild card spot at this point right now. So the so the Ducks go go into St. Louis, get two, and they start their road trip out the right way. Yeah, and what was more impressive to me was you know the amount of block shots they had last night, and the Ducks you know it was it was three nothing up until uh, about the seven or eight minute mark of, of the third period, and Gibby Gibby had another solid game, twenty nine saves, and uh, the the man they call Wah, who came up uh, Monday night, he said he was sent down to the minors, had enough time to to have some dinner and watch Monday night football, and then he was back on the freeway to the U turn. Came back to the Ducks, and he, so he made the road trip, and he made it worthwhile. And he's got a little bit of a, a vengeance for St. Louis. Uh, three weeks ago, a little over, under three weeks ago, he was in St. Louis. He had his first multi-career, uh, multi-point game uh, goal and assist, and, and last night he gets pots, pots two in the third period. So I like the way this kid's playing, and uh, you know, hopefully he just continues to to just keep the confidence rolling. No doubt. Quickly here, we're going to roll through the scores here. Caps beat the Bruins in Boston 5-3. Flyers beat the Sabres in Philly 2-1. Blue Jackets get a much-needed win, according to their coach, uh, 6-4 in Columbus. Canadians get a win 2-1 in OT against the Devils. Uh, Wild and Alex Stalock beat the Maple Leafs 2-0 in St. Paul. Blackhawks silence the Jets 5-1. Avalanche beat the Panthers 2-1. And uh, Sharks over the Flames 3-2. Preds beat the Oilers 4-0. Lightning continue their winning ways in Phoenix by beating the Coyotes 4-1. And then probably the most interesting game of the night, the Golden Knights beat the Penguins 2-1 with Marc-Andre Fleury beating his old team uh, and has an unbelievable game as well. Well, that's huge for for you know the Golden Knights to beat the Penguins, uh, and it just goes to you know th- these guys are not phased by anything. So um, great to see them keep rolling, but obviously we can't can't get them too far out of our reach. Well, they're it's, they're right around the corner. Up here. After, after our road trip, they're that's right they're right back with us. So um, it's it will be def it will be interesting to see how we react after the the, the road trip and then come back home here to play them. So the Ironman breaks through finally last night. Uh, Cogliano, Andrew Cogliano, his first goal in 22 games. Boy, that must feel good for him and, and good persistence by him on the play. Uh, great news. Uh, also, Andy Walensky gets in the gets on the scorecard again uh, with the second assist to Cog's goal uh, for uh, Cogliano to to get that goal. Obviously, he's such a hard worker. Uh, sometimes you, you watch him play and you, you hope for better for him. You know, sometimes he's not. He's not. Again, he's not always on the on the score sheet. But at the end of the day, he goes out and does a lot. 
it's interesting, you know, he's, he's a second, third, fourth line kind of guy. He's a second line size guy, but he does lots of third, fourth line type of stuff with a uh, smaller frame. He's 5'10", at least that's what it says, and he goes out there and skates hard. He's one of the fastest players in the NHL. Uh, he's got great feet, uh, but but doesn't always uh, get the accolades that he deserves for the work he puts in. Yeah, you know, Cogs is one of those guys who is, you know, like you were saying about Ryan Miller, he's a consummate professional, comes to work every day with the right mindset, and uh, it's infectious. I think, you know, people around him see how he prepares for games, and, you know, obviously he's the, the NHL, uh, you know, current leader in, in consecutive games played, and there's a reason that, you know, he takes care of himself. So uh, it's always nice to see those guys get rewarded, and, you know, he, he he's very effective when he chips in. Um and uh, you know when 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 Kessler comes back, that shutdown line of him, uh, Cogs and Silverberg, hopefully that'll be reunited and we have another weapon in our lineup. So, you've been all over me talking about Kevin Waugh, <laughs> what he's capable of doing. You know he's got a he's got a really interesting uh, process. He's uh, he's from Quebec. But he played in the United States Hockey League uh, for the Lincoln Stars in eleven twelve, and uh, had a, had a had a really good go there. Had one hundred and four points in fifty nine games in the USHL, and then he goes to Northeastern University, and and has a good go. Uh, and obviously, uh, I think he dealt with an injury as a as a senior, but has pretty good point production as a sophomore and junior, and then ends up in San Diego and then we get to this year and he's been back and forth a little bit between the the gulls and the big club and he goes out last night and gets two and uh, last last year had a big year in um, in San Diego and and he's the kind of player I think I think we've all had you know hockey players have had teammates like like Kevin Waugh um, who who just have a nose for the net and they may not have a, a an overpowering shot by any means, but for some reason, whenever they get in front of the net, you know, there's there's a good chance they're going to score and you know find a way to squeeze one through. Uh, and Kevin was, I think he's one of those guys. And Randy Carlisle said that you know there's no point in, in putting a player like him in the bottom six because he's just not effective. And you know that's that's good to hear that from a coach. Well, again, you know, I think we talked about this before. You know, obviously, Randy Carlyle and Bob Murray have a lot of, you know, hard decisions to make when it comes to forwards and top six forwards when everybody gets healthy. I don't think we're going to see Patrick Eves. I'm I'm sorry to say that. I don't think we're going to see him this year unless it's something late again. Um, and uh, I, I haven't heard the latest. What do you know about him? I, I haven't heard anything. You know, I, I try to get a, an update through... Um Eric Stevens on on Twitter. He's he's the uh, the OC registered beat reporter for the Ducks, and you know a few people ask him questions now and then, and and uh, it, it's pretty it's it's pretty tight lipped, I think, because not really people not many people know what's what's going on, and it's a it's a touch and go thing. Uh, you know, from from watching, you know, re- reading Patrick Eves his own personal Twitter account, and and all you know, kind of reading between the lines. He looks healthy as at this stage from from where he was back in September. Obviously, he was in the hospital. Um, you know, he doesn't look like he's you know losing any muscle. He's you know, he looks like looks like he's 
in good spirits. Uh, but something like this is is um, kind of unknown. I, I think I have to agree with you. I don't know if we'll see him this season. Um, you know, maybe maybe in the playoffs. But again, it's pretty tough to miss an entire season and then come full speed and pick up in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So. Um, you know, if it, if it gets to March, I, I would just shut him down for the year and, and, you know, regroup and he's, you know, we signed him for three years and, you know, it's unfortunate that, that he couldn't play this, you know, so far, but let's, let's keep our fingers crossed because, you know, he's a heck of a player when he's playing well. Well, maybe Kevin Wall will be able to fill that role and fill that spot and, you know, if he can continue with the point production, uh, like a game like last night, you know, if he can do that, I mean, if. Wow, I mean, it's kind of hard to say if he can be a, a point of game guy moving forward. Then he definitely makes a case for himself to be in that top six. Yeah, and I think he's the kind of player that, that the more minutes he plays, the the more dangerous and and the more you know chances he's going to get. Um, I saw it, you know, last night in the third period. You know, after he scored the first one, you know, Carlo gets him right back out there, pots another, and you know, he I think he. Played about eight minutes in the third period last night. Um, you know, he he was uh, he was a force, and he's you know he's playing well, obviously with with Getzloff. Uh, you know, it's pretty easy to play with Ryan Getzloff, but you just kind of get get in that dirty area, and, and the puck will find you. you know, so I mean, yeah, hopefully he fills that role. It, it'd be huge. I mean, he played 16 minutes, 11 seconds last night. You know, on ice time, and uh, I mean that's pretty good for a rookie in the NHL to be getting that type of minutes. Yeah, 16 minutes. I mean, that's the kind of minutes he's playing in uh, in San Diego on the top line. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a testament to, to what the kind of player he is, to just come straight up and, and keep playing those kind of minutes. You know, normally they kind of you know, break you in. Like we saw Blandese, um, you know, the, the guy came over with Henry Trade. He's been kind of slowly worked in here and there, you know, gaining the trust of the coach, but a player like Waugh, you know, he seamlessly fits in. So hopefully he continues production. And, you know, we got uh, we got Washington up next on Saturday night. Well, that's definitely going to be a another game that is going to be big points for us, but it's going to be tough to go into that building and get points from a team like that that has so many weapons. Yeah, well, especially, you know, the way Ovechkin's been playing this season, it's – uh the guy is just on another tear. You know, goals his are are predicted. He's you know he could go above fifty, maybe even sixty this year. Um, Kuznetsov is playing amazing. Uh, is TJ Oshie still out? Do you know? Is he still still concussed? He wasn't in the lineup last night. I think I think he's still because uh, I don't know if you saw the hit, but when they played the Sharks, I did. Yeah, Sean Thor or Sean Thornton, Joe Thornton put his big rear end right in his face. Um, it's actually a pretty funny hit for all of you listeners out there. You want to go check it out? It's, it's the definition of getting getting a rear end in the in the face. And uh, you know, I thought it was a bit of a dirty hit. And and um, well, it was late. It was late and 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 avoidable. And and Joe Thornton didn't get fined anything. So you know, Jumbo Joe lived again. But hey, T.J. Oshie, we feel for you. Well, one of my one of my favorite players to watch, Nicholas Backstrom, is just. Uh, you know he's such a unbelievable skilled player. He makes great passes. He sees the ice so well. He's definitely one of the one of the players in the game right now that that when you watch him, he just does so many fantastic things. You just you cannot not notice him. 
Yeah, yeah, he's and, and he's. I think in, in probably in the top three underrated players in the NHL. Always gets overlooked. Uh, I think because Ovechkin, you know, it's easy to overlook a guy like Backstrom. You know, who, when who's delivering all the pucks to Ovechkin when Ovechkin's putting them in the back of the net. So well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the hugest Ovechkin fan. There's no doubt he's got an unbelievable shot. Uh, he moves pretty darn well for his size. Uh, you, you know, he, he, he skates like a he skates like a Russian. He's got that wide, <laughs> he skates, he's got that wide stance, uh, in that in that uh, wide frame, and he he moves really well. But he's got one of the hardest snapper wristers in the game, and it is so quick when he gets it on his stick, it is released quick and fast going towards the net. It's it's very impressive. You know, the the knock on him has always been his ability to be a two way player. He's improved in yeah. some ways, but then again, he hasn't improved in other ways. Yeah, he's he he is not a very defensive minded player, and and um, he's the kind of guy that that you need to to lean on in those situations. He's you know a leader on your team. Like let's you know if we want to relate it to the Ducks. He could look at Ryan Getzloff, very skilled player, not as much of a goal scorer as Ovechkin, but he's still relied on in defensive situations on the penalty kill. Um, you know, they're different players, but that is something that is missing from Ovechkin's game, um, which I think could make him, you know, even more elite than he already is. So we'll see, but it's going to be a heck of a matchup Saturday night and uh, another huge two points, and we're off to a good start on this roadie. So let's let's keep it going. Saturday at 5, Monday at 4, uh, in New Jersey, Tuesday at 4. At the Garden. At MSG, Thursday against the Islanders, and then Saturday in Pittsburgh, 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Then they're back home on the 27th, Wednesday the 27th, 7 p.m. start Honda Center against the aforementioned Vegas Golden Knights and Marc-Andre Fleury. Let's see if he can stay healthy. Let's do it. This is a huge, huge stretch of games. Every point's important, and uh, I think we're going to come out on the good side of it. We'll be right back in the thick of, thick of things here. So quickly tonight, Kings at Rangers, Canes at Sabres, Stars at Devils, Leafs at Red Wings, Sharks at the Canucks. I like that Leafs at Red Wings game. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, Dylan Larkin, he needs to keep stepping up and you know he's he had a good start to the season, but he's he's kind of been sliding lately. And the Red Wings really need to pick up their game here. You know that they're, they're relying too much on the old guys. So this will be a, a good classic uh, classic six matchup. You've been listening to Ducks Hockey on Fire with Coach P and Hank. You can catch the Ducks Hockey on Fire at SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on our social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right, tune into the game tonight in Washington for Coach P and Henry. Let's go Ducks!